Welcome to the Commission Queen podcast. Commission Queen is for women real estate agents that are craving success and want to do things differently. We talk all things manifesting, money, and of course, real estate. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and just like you, I'm a real estate agent. I went from struggling to get clients to making over six figures consistently while working 15 hours or less each week. And now I coach women like you on how to do the same. Listen for real life examples and tips in every episode on how to massively increase your income and find your freedom with ease. You're here because you're ready to change your life, your business, and your financial status. So let's do it. Hello, my queens. How are you? Welcome back to the Manifesting in Real Estate podcast. I have a confession to make, and this is something that I have shared with very few people. And in fact, it was something that I was so scared to share with people for a very long time because I actually felt ashamed about it. I'm sharing this confession with you now because I am no longer ashamed of it and I fully embrace it and I love it. And this is something that has changed my life and changed my business when I finally embraced it, you know, when I didn't have that shame around it, when I leaned into it. And if you are feeling the same way, if you are feeling this same sort of shame, it is time to let go of that today and start leaning into it, embracing it, and using it as a superpower. So when I started in real estate, and and probably like many of you, you know, I was ready to take on this new career. I was ready to go all in. And I was all about these kind of like rah-rah team meetings and big seminars and all of that stuff that was focused on the hustle, focused on building an empire, being the number one top agent in your office, in your market, in your state. I mean, I bought into all of it and I was all in like, yes, I'm going to build this huge empire. And I want to prove that I'm the best real estate agent and I have the biggest success and no one can beat me. And okay, you know what I'm talking about if you have been in real estate for like five minutes. I mean, you know the dialogue that I'm talking about. Straight hustle culture, putting down anybody that is a part-time agent or putting down anyone that isn't doing 50 to 100 to 200 deals per year. And making agents feel bad if they aren't the best of the best. And making agents feel like if they take time off, that they aren't winning at real estate and that they aren't living up to their full potential and all of that stuff. And in the beginning, I totally bought into it. And then I started to see what that really meant. I started to see agents that were fully buying into the same rhetoric And what that was doing to them emotionally and what that was doing to their mental health and to their family time and to, you know, their time and their balance or lack thereof in their business. They were hustling. They were grinding. They were missing out on their entire lives because they were just doing real estate and they were working so hard and feeling like they were never enough. Because there can only be so many, you know, top agents. So anytime that they weren't the top agent or they didn't hit top agent that month, it was like they were so dissatisfied with their lives because the only thing 
that gave a little bit of satisfaction is if they hit some sort of milestone of success. And it didn't even always have to do with money in their bank account, which I always thought was so interesting. They would sell a lot of homes, which usually translates to making a lot of money, but also they had so many other expenses and so many things that they weren't even well off financially. They were selling so many homes where they could have been making 500 plus thousand, but because they had so many expenses, they were like barely paying their bills sometimes. So early on in my business, I started to shift the way that I was thinking about this. And I started to realize like, I don't really want to buy into that whole hustle mentality. And I don't really, here's, here comes the confession. I don't really want to be the number one top agent with a real estate empire. There are people that do. And I want to like tell you to go do that if that is your dream. But if you're just following that and thinking you're not good enough until you hit that because that's what the real estate industry has like put into your mind, it is totally okay to say, I want to have a great real estate business. I want to be successful. I want to make good money. But you don't have to be the number one agent in all of the land, okay? If you've listened to this podcast or you've coached with me at all, you know how often I talk about, like, let's talk about your dream life. Let's talk about the lifestyle that you want and get clarity on that because to me, that's where we need to start to figure out what type of business do we want to run. I don't want you to miss out on your life because you've just been stuck in this like hustle and grind mode. And if that's where you are, like if that's what you want to be doing, amazing, but get clarity on that right away. So get clarity on what is the type of life that you want to live. What are you doing? What does that lifestyle look like? What does your schedule look like? And then let's fit in business. Let's not just say, okay, here's what we're doing for business and then hope that our life fits in that. We have to first look at what is the lifestyle that we want to have and then let's fit the business into that lifestyle. So as I started to give up the idea that the hustle is required early on in my business, I was still on a team and my team leader was all about the hustle, all about business comes first and life and everything comes second. And she would often tell me that I did not have the fire in my belly, to quote, that was required for success in real estate. I heard it so many times that I needed to have the fire and I just didn't have it. So I started to feel really bad and I started to feel shameful that I didn't have this, you know, quote unquote fire in me to hustle and grind and be the very best, most successful top agent that there is. And I ended up getting fired from that team basically because they thought I didn't have the fire because I started wanting more freedom, wanting more balance. I started traveling and wanting to do more of that and find a way to do that in my real estate career. And that was just not supported by them at all because it was looked at as a bad thing taking so much time away from business. Even if I was doing the same amount of business, it still would have just been a bad thing to them. So I started feeling bad and shameful about 
my desire to have more freedom, my desire to have more balance. So when I was off the team, I kind of forced myself to act as if I had that fire. And okay, first of all, I have the fire, right? But I have the fire in a different way. I have the fire to create the life of my dreams. And I didn't feel that I needed to feed my ego to be the number one top agent. But because, okay, at the time when I needed to make money, I was like, all right, well, I got to get into this mode of hustling and doing all of the constant lead gen every single day, doing things that I hate. And it was not working for me. So then as I shifted into the way that I wanted to do business, started focusing on my money-making activities, focusing on attracting clients, and when that started to work, I was like, oh, okay, this is great. I'm actually getting away from the hustle. It feels so much better, and it's actually working for me. And during that time, I wrote out what my goal was of how much money I wanted to make, and I took that goal after looking at what were my you know regular expenses, what were my month-to-month expenses, And what were the expenses of things that I wanted to do? You know, if I wanted to travel 12 times a year, how much would that be? About how much each trip am I putting in and, you know, extra fun things I wanted to do. So I would add up all of these things of how I wanted to live my dream life. And at the time, it was all on a budget, okay? Every travel thing I was doing was definitely on a budget. And when I say budget, you know, I don't really use budgets, but it was not luxury. It was like budget travel, if that makes sense. Like it was not this lavish thing, but because I knew I wanted to do it and that's what I wanted to have as part of my lifestyle, I would say, okay, well, I could spend about X amount on this trip, X amount on this trip, and here's how much our living expenses are, and here are like the fun things I want to do. So I would add all of that up. And look at, okay, this is the goal of money that I want to make. And when I make this amount of money, I'm living my dream life. Because this allows me to pay for all of the things I need to pay for, pays for all of the things I want to pay for. And so when I make this amount of money, it's going to be paying for everything. Plus I have savings, plus I have investments. And it feels so good. Even though that amount of money looks small to other realtors and even though that amount of closings you know that about it would be to make that amount of money seems small to other agents I'm like stoked about it because it would mean I'm able to live my life in the way I want to live it if you add it up what a dreamy life would look like to you that would be super comfortable if you made x amount of money what is that amount of money? And then about how many clients would it take, closings would it take to get that amount? And then how could you make it even simpler, even easier? You know, when I came from the team, I was doing like, you know, five closings sometimes a month. And I felt like I had to have that same amount in order to make the money, if not way more. But because I was on a team and I was having all these splits, I realized, oh, I actually don't need that many closings in order to make the amount of money, more money, way more money than when I was on the team. So that was the first thing for me that I was really excited about of I was working so hard on the team 
working constantly. I had so many clients, so many closings that then I was only making, you know, a small amount because I was splitting with the team and splitting with the brokerage and taxes and all these things. And at the end, it was like I had nothing. So I stayed stuck on the team for so long because I thought, you know, how can I do it on my own? But then I realized I could be on my own and do like four closings and I'd be making the same amount as what I was making on the team, like four closings by myself. So right there, that made it so much easier to hit the goal of income that I wanted. So yeah, it looked like, oh, only four closings. That's not very much. But I was starting to hit the income that I wanted. So you have to ask yourself, like, am I doing this? Am I choosing these goals as a vanity metric, you know, for my ego to feel good? Or am I actually just thinking about this as this is my job? This is a business and this is what I need in order to make the amount of income that would provide me my dream lifestyle. So the next thing I realized I needed to do in order to make it even easier is if I could start raising my average sales price. When you start raising your average sales price, you're working with, you know, the same amount of clients or less amount of clients and making more money or the same amount of money with less clients. And then I looked at the brokerage I was with and realized they were taking a pretty big cut. And can I find a brokerage that supports me the same, that's still an amazing amazing brokerage, you know, where I love the people and I'm going to still take home more because the commission split isn't quite the same. And then again, I'm still able to start making more money even though I'm doing the same amount of business, same amount of work. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling amazing because my income is going up, up, up. And it doesn't mean that my working hours are going up. And it doesn't mean that my amount of clients and closings that I have are going up, but I'm making the same amount of money. So I'm happy because the goal for me is this is a business and it's to make money. So even thinking like, okay, are there a lot of expenses that I have that are unnecessary? Cutting out those expenses right there, you're making more money. And as I'm doing all of this, I'm still having this kind of like silent guilt of still feeling like, well, I should be doing more. I should have more clients. I should be going to get more closings because that's what the real estate industry pushes. And do you know why? Do you want to know why you hear that so often from your office and stuff like that? It's because they also get paid off of the amount of closings that you have okay so it makes sense that they're like keep working and keep getting the clients and the closings but it doesn't have to pertain to you it doesn't have to mean anything about you if that's not what you desire if you desire to make amazing income and have an amazing lifestyle and that means you actually get to work way less and still make really good money that is fantastic. Like I want you to find what your number is. Sometimes your number, I mean, your number could be something that is absolutely attainable, but because you're forcing yourself to go into this other bracket of like, well, I have to be better. I have to have more. You get lost in all of it and you may not even hit the number that is easy. The number that would afford you that dream life. And when you do this exercise, like think about it right now. Right now, what are all your expenses? Right now, what are the things you would love to do 
and how much money does that all cost? You can you can end up having way more than that. When I started this, my number was like six figures, right? And now it's definitely much different. And the life that I live and the vacations that are take that I take are way different because I continued to grow the number and I continued to grow the business. But the foundation of it was I believed that I could have my dream lifestyle and dream business with freedom and flexibility to do and live how I wanted. And the way that I wanted is I didn't want to be working all the time. And that's okay. You don't have to be ashamed about wanting to have freedom and wanting to have blank space in your calendar so that you wake up and you just get to figure out what you want to do that day in a really nice, calm, relaxing way. It is not being lazy. It is not like slacking off or, you know, any of these negative terms and negative things that we start to think about because we've been told them or because we've heard them so many times. Other people's beliefs are not your business. <laughs> like if that is someone else's belief and they are of the belief that like you constantly have to be going for it and never let up and, you know, all of these things, it's like, okay, if that's the way that they want to live their life, great. But I want to have this freedom. I want to have this space. I want to be able to enjoy my life. And what's funny is when I started doing this and, you know, I was doing it kind of silently because I wasn't telling a lot of people because I always got negative feedback about traveling so much or any of it. So I am like such a lone agent and always just kind of doing my own thing. And what's funny is I ended up being a top agent several times, several years in my office, all while still traveling 12 times out of the year. So I'm traveling like, you know, 80, 100 days out of the year, having the time of my life, vacationing for fun. I mean, those are all totally for fun. And people would come to me and ask me, how are you doing this? In the beginning when I started to do it and I wasn't quite hitting the top agent marks, you know, people were like, oh, wow, she's just always traveling and nothing about business. And then I started like charting at the top of the top producers. And then people were always asking me, how are you doing this? How is this possible? I am working myself so hard that I feel so overwhelmed. I feel burned out. And I also feel like I can't even pay my taxes. And yet you're traveling all the time. It doesn't seem like you're working a lot. And you don't have a team. You don't have a buyer's agent, seller's agent, an assistant. And yet you are still always in the top for selling. But see, I didn't care if I was in the top. Sure, it feels good, but it is just an ego boost. It means nothing if you are making the amount of money that you need and want to live the lifestyle that you desire, to have the freedom that you want to have, to be able to have that space, to be able to have the balance, to feel good in your business and in your life. So I am no longer embarrassed or ashamed or feel guilty about saying that I do not care about building an absolute real estate empire. I do not care about being the top real estate agent in my market. I care about serving ideal clients in a way that they feel so good when they work with me, staying connected with them so that I love my business and it thrives 
while I'm living the life that I love, while I'm traveling, while I'm spending my days doing whatever the heck I want, like I'm in the pool, I'm hanging out, <laughs> like going to brunch with my friends, going to the spa, I'm living my best life. And could I be making so much more money? Could I be absolutely making millions and having a real estate empire? Yeah, I could. And it's truly not what I want because I love the life that I've created. And I've been so intentional and deliberate in creating the life and the business that I have. And it's the way that I enjoy. So think about what is the life that you want to create? What is the business that you want to create? Do not think about anything of how others are doing it or how they say you should or what would be impressive. What would feel like success to you? What feels like success to you? What feels like joy? Add up all of those amounts and then write out what that number would be for you. When I do this with my coaching clients, I usually see them go like, whoa, this is way more manageable than I thought, like way more attainable than I thought. I thought it would be this never-ending wheel of constantly just trying to build my business to be the biggest thing ever. But when I really look at it, you know, if I want to create more space, if I want to create more freedom in my business, here's the number that would be great. And here's what it would allow me to do. Inside of Rich and Referred this month, all of my members get an individual personal business plan review for me. And this is what I'm going to look at. I'm going to look at like what you have down for your business plan. And I'm going to be asking these questions and letting you know, you know, what would I change and where do I see opportunities and giving you ideas of how to create this in your business. The last time I offered this, I offered it as a standalone, you know, that people could purchase as $297. And as a rich and referred member, you get this as part of your membership. And if you want to jump in, there's still time to get in as a rich and referred member for just $97 a month. It is time to start creating that dream life and that dream business. Gratitude and abundance, queens. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved this episode, hit the subscribe button and share a review. I so appreciate every one of you. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me at Commission Queen and go to commissionqueen.com to browse products and get more free content.